Hi guys, we are here with another episode. This is Alex Mathers, your host. Uh, we're joined by a very special graphic expressionist um, based in Tokyo by the name of Michael Medina. He's a Venezuelan who has uh, immigrated over to, to Tokyo. He's been there for a while. We met uh, a, few, a few years ago through me living in Tokyo. And uh, we've met on a few other occasions. I was giving a talk in Tokyo as well. Always really keen to see what Michael is up to. He's, uh, he creates some fascinating designs. He is a very active participant in the community over there, especially the creative community. Um, but I think beyond that, he's kind of uh, got a little bit of a shrouded in mystery feel about him, which I'd like to find out more about. So I want to introduce you to Michael. How are you doing, man? Hey, man. <laughs> I'm here, dude. All, yeah. all okay. Yeah. <laughs> Great to hear from you again. So, so let's... Um, Let's let's kind of go into a little bit of your backstory in terms of how mm -hmm, you because mm -hmm. beyond I think when we first met like what ten years ago maybe maybe a bit less, ten years ago actually yeah 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 something kind like that when I was in Tokyo uh, mm. I think we met up in a cafe because I'd seen your work pop up through the interwebs and I was intrigued yeah yeah you have a, you got a good memory <laughs> well I try my I, best yeah okay <laughs> I forgot about that I I know. Yeah. We, we met in a coffee shop and we were talking a lot and we, we knew each other from behind as well. But like, I don't remember exactly mm. how was it. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't know how that came about. I think, I think it was mm. just, just based on me doing a search of um, interesting designers and illustrators who were in Japan because I was getting a bit yes. lonely, right? <laughs> so yes, I wanted to, wanted to yes, yes, yes. So, yes. so we met and um, yeah, we've been sort of keeping in touch ever since. And I, I would like to know a little bit more about what, what happened with you before that point. What brought you to Japan in the first place? Okay, okay. I came to Japan because I was very interested in learning uh, calligraphy, Japanese calligraphy. Mm. You know, like, because Japanese language, it has, like, uh, different systems of writing, right? Like, it has, like, hiragana system, oh, yeah. which is more like, a, I, I don't know how to explain it. It's like, very rounded shapes mm. and very soft. It's like, a, I don't know, yeah, very rounded calligraphy. Yeah. And then, like, you got, like, katakana, what is more uh, sharp, right? kind of a strong shape of... Uh, it's like a Chinese characters, but different. And then you got the Chinese characters that right. are adapted to the Japanese culture. It's kind of different. So mm. I, I wanted to be able to read the old scripts, you know, like right. temple stuff and like kind of historical documents. Yeah. Then I started to do calligraphy. Okay. So it was the history In Venezuela. First. Yes. History yeah. first. So you were, not, when, when was the sort of the last time you were in Venezuela for any considerable period? Wow, that was like 12 years ago, actually. 12 years ago, okay. Yeah. So you're uh, in Venezuela, that, you, got, you, got an, you started developing an interest in history, in Asian history, Japanese history. Yes, yes, through uh, calligraphy. Through calligraphy. I, I, yes, I, wa I wanted to be able to read. But then uh, I started to, you know, studying Japanese, it was too difficult. Then like I say, mm. okay, maybe it's gonna take a while. Maybe I should mm. move to Japan, blah, blah. And then uh, I was learning Japanese for around four years in the Japanese embassy of Caracas in Venezuela. Okay. And then I, through them, 
I got to know like basical stuff of Japanese language,、uh, historical episodes, whatever. And you're talking and about, I, I mean, just basics. Even even after four years of learning Japanese, it's still you're kind yeah, of there's so much there's so much to learn, <laughs>、yeah. right? The basic the basics takes a yes. while. Yes,、yeah. I mean, very good base, but not 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 the real thing. Yeah.、Mm. So then I decided to travel one year in Asia. Through Japan, I feel like I I kind of、uh, started to understand more about Asia、mm. because it's all connected in in the end. And I realized that Japan was kind of the museum of Asia, like a lot of beautiful things from China, from、um, Polynesian culture, from Korea, from everywhere,、That's、and、true. the and、yeah. the Japanese own mixed culture, right? Oh yeah, it's kind of a little like Latin America. We got a little from Europe, from America, from the native people, from Africans. It's like a mix. Yeah. So Japan was kind of similar, but very weird. So I wanted to to explore, right? So、yeah. I decided to to see, to go and and travel. Then I went to Japan the first time fifteen、uh, years ago, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Then I um, I thought like, yeah, this is I I want to know more about this. It's like it was very, the whole layers of cultural stuff you got here is like very interesting and visually, is very rich. So. To me, it was like、mm. good, you know. Very, I felt like wow, I want to live here. So, would But, you say would you say it was your excitement in in learning about the the history, the the, the calligraphy was the main driving force? Was there anything、yes. else? Was there anything no, else the, like any 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 other cal- cultural aspects that drove you to Japan? No, it was, it's interesting. It was, yes, yeah, just because I'm comparing, I'm sort of comparing you to my my initial experience in wanting to go to Japan in the first place. And for、mm-hmm. me, it was more, it was much more rooted in in more modern、uh, sort of popular culture. Like I think, I think、oh. the driving force, the thing that kind of pushed me over the edge, was watching、uh, Lost in Translation for some reason. All right, but, that, but it's also because、feel? maybe because in in England you got more information about Japan, right? Well, I wouldn't say that by any、no? stretch. I I certainly did not know about the Japanese history and things like that. I think I think it's also down to kind of temperament and and you know. But you your, knew your Japan was Japan, right? I I knew I, a little I, bit about Japan through TV and stuff like that. But okay, I thought I, Japan was part of China, for example, and it's、okay. not. All、oh, right, that's why you ask. <laughs> Things Japan, like that, Japan, yeah, yeah. yeah. Japan is an island. Well, I was. Well, that's the thing because I I studied geography and I was always really interested in ge- geography at school. So I was,、mm-hmm. and since I was a young kid, I had a, I had maps on my walls. I was always looking at how the how the world okay, was spread out. Okay, so I knew、okay. what Japan kind of looked like. But okay, <laughs> it's interesting that you were drawn by this kind of I, his, historical calligraphy, ancient aspect of Japan. And me, for me, it was、yes. very much a kind of like, well, this is a an interesting popular culture. Yeah. So, after traveling here, I I started to notice the layers of everything. So、yes. uh, I said like I felt like well, if I really want to get a knowledge of what is actually happening, what what actually happened before,、mm. I need to live here and learn the language.、Mm. So also design was interesting, but mainly calligraphy for me. To me,、mm. I feel like the the. Or、uh, spirit of、um, maybe Japanese design and history is everything in the calligraphy. Somehow that's my like、mm. mind at that moment. So I travel around Asia, 
then the food was so amazing. Of course, right. Japan too, but like Thailand, like Hong Kong. And then I decided to stay one year. I was doing backpacking actually mm. for three months, but it just extended until one year. I so, went back through Europe. Yeah, I okay. stayed in Europe like two months. And then after one year, I went back to Venezuela. All right. And you were in Venezuela for then how long? One year. And then back to Japan at that point? Yes. Yes. I just started to prepare to leave. Okay. I said, like, I have to go to Japan. Also, one thing um, that drives me after going to Japan it w- was, like, if it, it felt very, like, uh, uh, strict or difficult to get inside. You know what I mean? Like, to get into not, Japan? Yes. Inside mm. the, the Japanese people, like, the the cultural things whatever is happening it's like impossible yeah you mentioned the layer the layers thing the kind of and and i guess with that there's a kind of mystery behind it right which is yes the kind of fascinating thing yes so i wanted to know about this this part as well so and i thought like if i could live in a place like japan maybe i could live everywhere if i can do design in japan and get clients in Japan, maybe they can do it everywhere in the world. Because to me, it was the most difficult, weird, far place Mm. from from Venezuela, geographically, culturally, everything. Yeah, I love that. I think that's what's always fascinated me about you in particular, is that you are doing things that is clearly conspicuous. It clearly stands out because I think of the fact that you embrace uh, the willingness to be challenged, right? A lot of people are not willing to even leave their own country, let alone learn Japanese like you have to the, to the degree that you have, right? I mean, you're pretty much fluent, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's yeah. that. And then, then, then there's working in, a, in an effectively very alien environment to what you grew up with um, totally. and create, now creating your own design company and winning awards and, and, and working with lots of Japanese people. I mean, it's, it's, it's an amazing demonstration of what you can do when you embrace a little bit of challenge, right? Yeah, I think... Um, in my experience, I felt like uh, if I stay doing the same thing, it was going to be okay because I, I was reaching a good point in Venezuela as a designer and everything. Mm. But it was, it was a very, like the, the comfort zone was like too good. Right. And I was thinking like at some point, this is not okay. I, I won't grow up. I, I might become very selfish and I don't know, like... Mm, I, I don't know, maybe very limited as a human yeah. being or as a designer if I stay. So I said, like, I have to leave. I have to I go. So, so in that respect, kind of design was a, a really important contributing factor because with, um, with being static and being too comfortable, then your, your design, amongst other things, is going to be affected, right? You needed that push to grow the design. And I can see that very much having been a good so, influence yes. like, look, looking at your design there's mm. so much variety and so much um i guess the asian influence as well in there as well yeah 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 i got i think i i got that like some people said to me recently like you're like uh, you understand like the beauty or like harmony principles of asia but you apply in a westernized way but we don't feel like if like it's like a mix but it's not both looks fine. Like they don't feel like mm-hmm. it's weird. They like it. It's like, like I use Japanese colors, but then the way of layout, maybe it's not Asian. Maybe it's more Westernized. It's like, yeah. 
this this two make sense like uh somehow like people here feel like it's unique they they like it they mm. they think they cannot make it if i was if i stay in venezuela maybe i was just gonna do like a very typical only colorful design and very yeah. like latin way and that's it funny well, and that's it yeah well i'd like i wonder if we could kind of maintain um a little bit of a like a linearness to, to the development of the of the graphic work as well um in the context of being in japan so so to give us i need an idea of what your designs looked like in the um the early stages when you decided to to leave venezuela was can you give us like an overview of kind of what things looked like very colorful very colorful actually <laughs> yes very colorful like uh, this brazilian way the caribbean I you see, know yeah. all tropical. colors are vivid tropical like yeah. blue yellow red kind of pink orange uh-huh. all these vivid and, colors and, and like and structurally how how were you creating most of your designs at that point at that point um i think i was only trying to play with uh three big elements like for example if i have three circle, circles like i would just compose three of them like mm. different sizes and then started to structure like a mm, i say like explosion kind of design yeah it, i, rem- it I remember those. Like this. yeah yeah i think i remember this you showing me that when we first met in tokyo i think um i was i had known you more through that kind of work where it was a lot of very very complex in a way right very complex actually yes yeah yeah so that that kind of design is okay in latin america but not in japan because mm. we work here so japan uh, had the effect of of really making you think about how to make things more minimal i suppose more simplified oh uh, yeah and actually uh, the first city i was living in was kyoto not uh, tokyo right. so i went there to study japanese for two years and then i went to uh to study illustration and japanese colors traditional colors mm. in a um, university for two years i did a program of two years in okay. the kyoto zoke university and um i started to also do like a part-time job as a freelancer kind of thing in a web design company and in there they started to uh teach me how to design for japanese especially right. for kyoto people I so see. colors cannot be strong they have to be very soft they have to go with the seasons depending on the seasons you have to change the palette of colors you use and it's you use the word have to like it sounds like a very strict it's strict rule book to, like yeah no no it's like no options <laughs> unbelievable so this is this is in approaching japanese clients so when you're working with japanese clients there are kind of effectively a, a series of rules you have to stay within yes, yes. so in the beginning mm. it was fascinating it's like wow yeah it's interesting blah, blah, blah. and i was doing it um i my view of color changed here of course like in the beginning i didn't understand why they use this color for this season but after one year or two years like you start seeing these colors in the trees and the yeah i didn't even i did i did not know that they were so strict about reflecting the seasons in the coloring so so for for example november what i mean uh, november will be like uh, autumn is like a very pale 
orange with yellow, some dark green. Mm. Yeah, but they have, you know, in the traditional palette, Japanese colors, they have, uh, they have names for, for this. Okay. For each color. They have like maybe more than 1,000, 2,000 colors named for seasons. Wow. There wow. is a website. Like, 2,000 colors for one season. No, no, no. For the whole <laughs> year. Okay. For example, like uh, they call it, uh, let me tell you one color. For, for example, like. Um, uh, so, so. Kokiku Chinashi is a color of like deep leaves, small deep leaves orange. It's like from the trip of the maple tree. Mm. You know, the momiji, they call it in Japan, is very beautiful in autumn, right? Yeah. November, especially. Yeah. So they uh, think this color is, uh, is from that tree somehow. So the nature they started to name all nature um, expressions into colors so you use exactly for that and then the kimono also got the color and everything in that season is is made that way the the sweets you eat everything all right so in england obviously in, in english we call red red right but there's no yeah. inf there's no suggestion of it being influenced by the world around us by nature whereas in japan it sounds oh. like you'd have act actual natural phenomena informing the, yes. the names of the color so yes but yes. you you have the word for red right for example in japanese uh but they have like 10 or 20 type of red so is is there is, <laughs> so is, is there a word for red like just pure red is there is that, that there that word or is every is it all only a variation of the red? I mean like the the red of the the flag the flag Japanese flag. Yeah. For example, it will be like hinomaru hinomaru red like maybe aka oh, wait let me check here. So it would have a spe very specific type of red applied even to the flag's yeah. red. Ah, wow, I had no Beni, idea. Beni, Beni, Beniro, Beni color. Beni, Beni is uh, Beni. How you say? Translate that in English. Uh, well, yeah, Beni is red actually in English. Beni. But but Beni is also the name uh, the momiji color. The leaves when they get red, they become this color. Call it Beni. Interesting. Okay. So. Uh, you know geishas right like uh -huh. geishas the the color they use the, the this beautiful red they use in their to to make up is this beni color all right the color of uh, shiseido you know the the red they use in the flowers is this beni yeah. color it, it might be the japanese red is beni color that's the most red you can you can yes and but there are other variations it, of red yeah yeah many many Fantastic. like but they're not very red as in the West. Mm. It's still a little pale, a little dark, not so, too vivid, not too light. Okay, so, so if you're creating a graphic design piece, for example, mm. within a specific um, uh, season, then you would have to apply those colors to when, what, during the creation, like when you were creating it, you have to apply the colors or when, when it's presented? Like when, what, how do you know which colors apply <laughs> at what point well, this the, is like, the thing. Is I, I, in general, like in design, you don't study this in Japan. 
Okay. But I, I specialize in the color, the traditional palette. Yeah. So I started to apply these colors more consciously. In the company, they said to me like, oh, like this kind of season colors, we use these three colors. They have like basics. Colors. So, 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 they so know. say for example, for example, a client asked you to create um, mm. a logo. A logo, okay. And oh. what is going Depending on what. What yeah, like of... when, how do you know which, what, what is defining the fact that you're using, say, summer colors rather than winter colors? Is it the fact that they have asked you Let's to create say, it? You know, beer, beer, yeah. beer, uh, like the, the, the package of the beer, the canned beer. Yeah. They, the, they use seasonal colors I for see. the same. They, they change the package every season. The same beer changed a little. Oh, right. Okay. So the actual graphic design Yes, the graphic and the changes. logo. The logo became, uh, if it's Sakura season, you have to apply Sakura color. Okay. It's, it's, it's actually kind of very, very, uh, for, how you say, lead by the flowers. Yeah. I love that about Japan. I mean, it's, it seems yes. a little bit, um, I mean, it sounds like it would create a lot more work then you might otherwise have to apply. Yeah, but it's, it, it, I mean, it's everywhere. Like if you speak Japanese, they always speak about this. I mean, about yeah, flowers, yeah. about taking pictures with flowers, with trees. So it's like, it's everywhere. The information is there. If you know Japanese, it's very easy to get it. To, it's very quick. Mm. If you don't know, if you don't get this, it's impossible to talk to the target because if you want, people to drink this beer in sakura season when they do the sakura picnic of yeah. course you need to create the need one month before right yeah you start to promote the the new design with the sakura colors and stuff but everyone used the same so you have to kind of find a way to be different mm. because it's the same <laughs> everyone will do of kind of the same right so I, I suppose through the colors and the changing of the seasons and how nature affects the transition of design, that, that adds a lot of flexibility and variation, I suppose, in the design. Yeah, exactly. And it inf informs the creativity as well. Yes, it could be very creative if you, um, if you like it. Some yeah. people, they hate it, actually. Like some, some mm. Japanese designers, like, now it's like annoying thinking about this. But to me, it was because it's not... I mean, I'm, I, I was not, I didn't grow up here. It was very fun, very interesting. Yeah. So I right. always apply seasonal colors to design, Japanese ones, hmm. especially in Japan or Asia. If I get out of Japan, I don't use it that much or I mix it. Okay. Maybe this Japanese color with a, another yeah, palette. You, you've now been in Japan for how long? 15 years? No, I've been living here. 12 years. 12 years now, yeah. So, so I imagine you must be really quite powerfully influenced now by the way that they do things in Japan, including, you know, through the language and the words used and everything, it must be having quite a strong effect now on, on your approach. On my design and way of doing the output, yes. But mm. like uh, in my personality, it's like a mix. I'm like a hybrid in between Asia uh -huh. and Latin. It's like I still have like, <laughs> like my Latin side. I always smiling. In Japan, they don't smile that much, for example. Mm. They always say to me, like, why are you always so smiling? And then, I don't know. It's like because the weather <laughs> is good or whatever. So, yeah. 
that part is different, but about design, yes, I, I think I think working here longer than in Venezuela now. Yeah. Amazing. So yeah, for sure, it's like it, it, I'm more influenced now by Japan. Right. In terms of design and work, yeah. So you you progressed more from a kind of so from learning a lot in Japan and then going through the freelancing route for the, for the most part, right? And yeah. then and now into more of a um, an agency with with other team members approach to the design stuff. Yes, I think um, maybe you know what is happening now. Like Japanese want me to design something Japanese, but not for Japanese people for. Chinese or for Hong Kongese or for Americans, you know? Yeah. They want the essence of Japan, but they don't want the Japanese to make it because it's, when a Japanese designer made it, it's complex because it's their own culture, right? It's more difficult. I but see. So you're I'm able not, to, you can I, kind I can, of see it from a, from a, from a different yes, perspective? Yes. Or maybe That's, I pick up what is easy to understand to the target. Yeah. So, and use the colors easier to understand. But if it's Japanese, maybe they, they don't use colors because they think the colors are there if you imagine the color. It became more conceptual, but it's impossible for someone that is not living in Japan to get that, right? Right. So you need to adapt it. Mm. And I, I come from a, an advertising uh, background, so I always think about the target. It's not sure. just, yeah, so. It's interesting. So it sounds like you're really filling quite a unique niche there that not many people are able to, to kind of, you know, compete with you on. You're in, in, a, in a kind of league of your own in that way. You have foreign clients. You are the foreigner based in Japan who's asked to do this kind of work because of your slightly different outlook, right? And you're a different approach. Yeah, um, yeah. You're really, you're really filling a niche there. Mm. <laughs> But I thought, actually, when I, I came here, I thought like in the beginning, it's like, well, if you, if you think about like the people in Venezuela learning Japan, Japanese, they stop it maybe in two more, three months. N not many people stay longer. Studying. Yeah, this is my big question for you is. So I thought, okay, I'm a designer. Yeah. And if I learn Japanese properly, maybe not many designers are going to do this. So maybe there's a chance to get a unique, you know, like um, maybe style or chance to, to fill needs in the future yeah. in between Japan and other countries. Because in the end, the language is same as, uh, I mean, visual communication and language is, is very similar, just different codes, right? Right. You communicate through uh, language, body language, or, you know, typography, you know, copywriting, that stuff. And then visually more colors and shapes and beautiful stuff, blah, blah, blah. So you have like two, these two ways of communication. If you can manage different languages and you really know culturally different ways, yeah. you know basic design and you know how to apply it into another culture, then mm. you have many ways to uh, I say, uh, build bridges, right? In between. Yes. Yeah. I, I see this is fascinating because this looks to me like a, a kind of a parallel. It's in terms of say, say for example, someone who creates code, 
right? They they Ooh. they they work in um, I don't know the names. Um, the Java, 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 whatever. Yeah, HTML, and then yeah. and so they've been limited in terms of the context of those those two codes for a lot of their life until realizing that there's another one called Python, right? That they exactly. Can, they can open up to, and that's an entire. An, entirely new language that can inform an entirely yeah, new way yeah, of doing things yeah. in the same way that you have whether consciously or not opened up an entirely new coding language in the design world that opens you up to an entirely new way of doing things and now you have the, the, the possibility which you're now making full use of to bring them together to overlap and so you've yeah, created yeah, yeah, you've yeah, created yeah, yeah. A, i mean created tremendous value in yourself in that respect Mm, it seems like I mean I wasn't aware of it until I started to get called for for this. Like yeah. we like your design because it's kind of Japanese, but we know it's not Japanese. If I say I'm learning Chinese, oh, we got some people in China who wanna do <laughs> some Japanese. It's okay, I'm just learning Chinese. It's like they they don't care. It's like because <laughs> they know you already know Asia. It's like yeah. they trust you because no one can do it. Right. So yeah, they, they take everything they can get happens. because there's so there's yes, so little yes, option yes, for yes, um, yes. other people who know the same the same things. And also, maybe Japan, uh, because it was the first uh, Asian country who got very more modern, uh, modern, right? The new and they opened to the West. They, yeah, yeah, up, they yeah, got, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm, in a, in an and developed very quickly. Kind of Japan started to lead other Asians countries in terms of design and still do it. Yes. China is getting better and better, but like that, maybe that's also what, what happened mm. with that. So like, I didn't expect that to myself doing like a Japanese design for Chinese people. <laughs> I know. I don't think anyone could plan that. <laughs> this is very a, Venice, a Venezuelan. Doing I mean, Japanese design for Chinese yeah. people. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's like, very... So a lot of this has been just you kind of stumbling on it, but I think driven still by... Because you didn't need to stay in Japan for 12 years, right? There, there's, obviously, yeah. there's obviously some self-awareness in knowing that your value is kind of increasing and, and, and your skills are developing in, in the right direction. Like there's an awareness. Yes, I think... Um... Mm, you get it from people when when you start getting a lot of feedback right and then they also get feedback right mm. and then you get another client and they introduce you another person and things keep going on that way yeah what i like about japan is like uh, they're very uh, with, once you get their trust they stay with you longer mm -hmm. but it's, it takes time very yeah. long time to get it that's one of the things we were talking briefly about this before the call started. The um, the challenges, I suppose. I don't know how deep you want to go into this, but the challenges of the of, of interpersonal relationships within mm. businesses and and the dynamics of kind of you know ch Japanese etiquette and all that, how that comes into play and how that can add lots of challenges to, yes, especially for a foreigner like you working in Japan. I'd be interested to know a little tiny bit more about that if you can. Well, I found that the most difficult part in Japan was to, uh, this is difficult to say, to, when you succeed in something here. Right, yeah. It's difficult because people expect a lot after 
and also like um, you get like more people wanted to do the same but they don't know how and they come to ask you but you know i i don't know how i became like this mm. it's like too long <laughs> too many things happening at the same time it's like yeah. it's not it was not 100% a conscious process so some people expect me to teach a way of you know it's like well, i don't know it's like it's just like i studied japanese and then i studied color and then blah 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 and then i was my background was kind of mixed in latin america kind of spanish american and venezuela mix it so maybe that is the thing i don't know it's interesting also, I, i guess you could take it in many ways I, i think it's down to your own personal judgment but like the the impression i get is that the i wouldn't say all japanese but i think the the sense that is there that um when you have success it's almost as if they see it as an overnight thing somehow like you suddenly click clicked your fingers and you've, you've reached a whole new level and now you're kind of this new um this 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 kind of godlike person to to ask lots of questions from and so on yeah 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 something like that so it's like but to me i'm just i don't feel that way you know what mm. i mean it's like i'm just always doing something that's it it's like yeah I'm not very conscious of how far I went to the level of the Japanese language of design you know yeah. something yeah. is when I kind of take vacations I became aware of it a little more it's like oh oh yeah I was working very long maybe this is kind of <laughs> I I learn a lot of stuff maybe but in the moment I'm not conscious so um I think it's a big challenge here when people think like you are amazing because you do this you speak different languages it's like wow yeah. and then it's like from your perspective it's like well you know i've been doing it slowly for many years i don't know from when i started to deliver this kind of output mm. i don't know because i'm not conscious about this but like people expect you to be very conscious and that like, you, you can be always Uh, successful but it's, it doesn't mean mm. because you you succeed many times you are you're going to be always successful right yeah in, in that I respect okay. mm-hmm. in that respect it looks as though they they have a lot of faith in you once you've demonstrated yeah, some kind of success yeah, it's like oh then he's he's capable of so many other things and we can have yeah, total faith yeah 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 and that's i think uh something that i i only experienced here before i didn't have this i mean like In Venezuela we doubt more people it's like wow maybe you did it once but the second time maybe not yeah right and i think i don't know that seems to be a very human thing in some ways and i think mm-hmm. but i'm not saying the japanese are not kind of human in that sense because it's it, it probably goes a little bit deeper than that and this is where the cultural stuff comes into play and it's yes. you know we we could spend all day talking about where it sort okay, of started but it's it's just fascinating how these things come about how these dynamics come about yeah um, yeah yeah so um yeah. once you reach to that point is difficult because of the expectations and also the competition mm. because some people will say like no i can do better then yeah. they do it they try it it does it does it didn't work then they try to blame others and it became a problem but some people don't want to recognize who did it well things like that it's like complicated in the industry mm. you know So the competition side is also complicated. If you're a foreigner, imagine. it's easy to be a target 
because if you do Japanese stuff, it's like you don't know about Japan. That's also a problem. But right. when you can answer, when you answer really from the historical perspective, or you really get well documented about, I mean, you read a lot and you know what you're doing, people get a little afraid of you sometimes, mm. the competition side. So you need to kind of manage this very well because uh, it can be a problem. Yeah. This because is something to be expected. If, if any of you guys are, are planning on, on heading to, to Japan to, mm. to work in some capacity, right? This is, this is all stuff yeah. to consider is this, you know, there are a yeah. certain number of layers to kind of get through and there's a certain amount of awareness to pick up through living in yes. Japan and it's, and it goes yeah. very deep and it's, and it's fascinating. This is why I keep going back mm. to Japan, but this is also a reason why I probably don't stay in Japan for longer periods because I, I probably lose my mind, I think, in some sense, because it's just it's so challenging on that kind of front when you're trying to really yeah. get a little, a little bit deeper than the surface level. Um, yes. But I, I love Japan for like I go there. I've been there five times now and I, I go to kind of get that. I'm reminded of a sense of magic and I get inspired by being there for short little stints. But I, um, I admire you for, for staying being able to stay for so long, not because Japan is not a nice place. It's wonderful, but it's, uh, it's challenging in so many respects. It is very, in the professional work. side is very yeah. challenging. I mean, mm. in that, in that way, maybe in a, in the countryside and small towns, it's not that way because people kind of, um, if you got us, uh, your place, if you create it, people respect it. Mm. But in places like Tokyo, if you create your own space, some people want it. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna take it, or you know, it's like it's more co it's more complex. It's, when you say when like, you say creating space, what, what are you talking about? Of uh, maybe like uh, I'm I'm trying to say like uh, if you develop a new style, like a hybrid style in between the uh -huh. West design and Asia or Latin America colorful design and Japanese colorful design, yeah, you became a kind of the only person who can do it. Maybe, but someone if see that there is the possibility of getting money and business there someone mm -hmm. is going to do the same or try to do it better right so you will get competition very quickly mm -hmm. so <clears throat> it's very um you need to keep learning to keep um developing yourself because you cannot just leave for granted that ah i became good at this and that is what i'm going to do forever now here yeah. is is like you need to be very, uh, you know, keep going. That's why I'm, I'm yeah. learning Chinese. Okay, yeah, I'm, I, I know Japanese. I can do Japanese and kind of Western design, but like then now Chinese. Well, I can see, I can see the, well, that's interesting. So we'll talk about that in a sec, but I see the need to continually expand and, and learn new things and be more and more creative. Does, but doesn't that apply to the, to the West as well in terms of like kind of UK design? I mean if you create something that stands out, you're going to have to continually making stuff that stands out. I wonder whether there's where the difference. Yeah. Is. But there is something in Japan for Japanese people. We don't get it. And this is very kind of in, in, institutionalized. Yeah. Like um, if you're Japanese and you do uh, French style design, you're good at that. You get that position and no one will take it. No one will try to do it mm. in between Japanese. Mm -hmm. they respect somehow but if you're a foreigner they will do 
Oh, and this is a cultural competition issue, like because you are in their land, somehow uh -huh. they feel like <laughs> I can do it better. It's like interesting, but I'm not competing. This is the thing. I don't really care. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. I can teach you if you want. I mean, it's fine. But so that's the key thing, isn't it? Just being being a foreigner makes makes all the difference in that regard. You have to keep yes. moving. You can't you can't yes. be the nail that stands yeah. out. You no, you're going to be. No. A piece of the cake will be shared out. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so the only way is is funny and always cool to be here is if you if you keep going. Just don't I mean, if you don't wanna reach like power in some areas or some institutions and some stuff here. Yeah. You keep going, keep develop and then you can get more people supporting you because you don't become the target. You keep going. Wow, you really have to be the on target your of The yeah. target of competition is a problem here. If you don't become the target of competition, somehow you can keep going and people will, you, you could succeed with people and people could succeed with you. Mm. It's a kind of a group thing. Do, do you feel- that way, it works uh, better. Okay. Do, do you feel, do you ever feel that there's a sense of, um, almost being attacked in that way by being, being the foreign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you yeah, feel that? I felt it. Okay. I felt it many times. So, but I didn't care. So just but this, there, there couldn't be any better environment in a way to, to, to keep on your feet and to stay vigilant and, and creative, like continually adding new yes. things to your roster. And, and like exactly. there's nothing, there can't be anything better for your drive to continually innovate. Because I think if you want to keep being creative, you need to leave. You need to be prepared to leave things okay. and keep going. I mean, if I will say, this is what I created, this is my stuff, mm -hmm. and you mm -hmm. try to protect too much something, you get stuck. Right. And then you won't grow. There are many chances, many possibilities of learning and develop your design, your creativity, and whatever you have. Mm. So if you just stop uh, limiting yourself, it's not creative to me. So you, so Japan, especially for foreigners, is not a very conducive environment for, say, for example, creating one very specific uh, illustration style. I'm kind of thinking of myself here. If I, if I was based yeah. in Japan for a long period mm. Mm. Um, and I had my, my style run as a kind of thread throughout, would I survive? If you don't get someone who tried to do it the same as you better. And that's, my stuff and was okay. I imagine one or two may, may try to, to emulate. If you got someone and if the local person, you might not get the trust of the locals, right? So mm -hmm. these others who do the same as you might get the trust of the locals. So they're going to get the business. So if a, if a Japanese Even if you local, did it first. Okay, they, so a Japanese yeah, person can come along yeah. and create exactly the same thing. Yeah, they are gonna give the work to that person. And they'll give the work to them. Yeah, so it's very, maybe very local. I, I don't know how to say, how to call it. It's like oh, it, the, the sense of trust. There's it's a strong sense of community with the Japanese. Yes, community. So if you got your community, this is maybe the, the only way is to have a community before success succeed yeah yeah but if you on, got on, community yeah in, so your own community you're talking about your own yeah. community interesting because i i see a lot of people might look at this and think oh no this is this is too much this is too 
Um, this is almost it's kind of complex. <laughs> it's complicated and, and it sounds a little bit scary because I don't want to lose my all, all the scary. hard work. But, but I, I'm always a pro, I'm a big proponent of of leaning into your edge and leaning into some challenges in your life to stretch you. And I couldn't really but imagine a better to environment me, to stretch. Yeah. yeah, to me, actually, that's the only way to keep going. If I put myself, I choose Japan because I thought it was going to be like this. Yeah. You know, it was going to be always difficult. It's not like you were so, kind of going on a, you know, an easy little No, I didn't holiday. want it to go a, to an easy place because it's beautiful or because it seems beautiful. Yeah. I wanted to be in a place that keep me always challenged to change because mm. otherwise I would just get lazy easily. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you stay in the Caribbean, I would be in the beach, chill. <laughs> I don't believe I love that it. because I know that you're, the, you're the kind of person who would continually stretch, right? You'd probably get off the beach yeah, eventually. Yeah, exactly. So Japan to me was like that kind of place. And I wanted to have that from Japan. I always mm -hmm. get it. So yeah. that's why I, I still hear. It's like um, also in design, but human relationships and also um, community, everything is like, very extreme here in that way because extreme in in that it's very well defined yes yeah 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 exactly you have strong you have boundaries many strong boundaries exactly yeah so that's why also when you connect to some foreigners that that uh, they've been living here for a long time you got the same you you, you could talk about the same things because you're in the same environment sure somehow then no other people will understand what you're talking about. Like, hmm. So it's like very specific as well in the Japanese context. Oh, yeah. So I think um, also in, in terms of design, I think I became more detailed in the, in, in the way I do design. I care more, more than before, much more, because here also the client is very careful. They're very detailed. They, they notice everything, you know? Mm. Are you talking about Japanese clients or foreign clients? Yeah, Japanese clients. Japanese. So for th those of you listening, you might you might want to log into uh, what are you down as online? Mame Creative Beans. Yeah, <laughs> you can see that on some yes. stuff on Behance and yeah. Or search Michael Medina. M A Y K O L. Michael Medina. The link will be uh, below. But um, yeah, I can see just looking at your, for example, your uh, logo work. Mm. black and white stuff it's very very uh, yeah there's a very strong sense of of design aesthetic obviously but it's very i can't i can't think what the word is but it's to kind of mix between some of the some of the pieces are very complex in terms of using the writing and the calligraphy but others are more simple yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. so it's a mix of everything i guess. mix yeah until but, now um, so but if i stay in venezuela maybe i, I wasn't be that much careful maybe until one level but people are more chill there yeah <laughs> here here no so that keeps that's, that's another thing it keeps you on your toes because there's there's very much this drive to work and hard work and the japanese spend a lot of time working um, yes. and that could be seen as a you know a bad thing or, or a good thing depending on your perspective and i would see that as a good way to motivate me to do stuff I think in creative, in the creative industry, 
it's not that bad here because if you really yeah. enjoy doing design and creating stuff in the end even if you i mean if you if you're a freelancer you sometimes you just keep doing it for long hours until you get some results mm. it's just the same it depends if you i mean if you like what you do maybe you just keep doing it if you don't mm. maybe it's just like uh, the concept of work depend depends on on the person but like to me it's like if you really like what you do you could stay doing that for a long time oh yeah and but I'm, using I... the time effectively is different that's another issue <laughs> right and i suppose in a, in a like a if you're an employee of a company the dynamic is going to be very different i mean you might be working quite a lot but actually as you say if you were freelance i'd probably be working even more exactly because you have to do a lot of things that other members of a company yeah. can do for you but as a freelancer you have to do everything right mm. get the client make the proposals <laughs> everything exactly yeah. fueled by lots of coffee uh-huh yeah. yep for example so so you mentioned um the community stuff just as mm. we as we close i'd mm, like yeah. to um because i know that we uh i've always been following your um, participation with with community building and i know that you created the the Behance Tokyo group, right? And you've been creating yeah. other projects that involve community. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what drove you to, to, to being involved in that, in that way in the first place? Mm, I think um, the need of communication, like mm. if you are not able to communicate uh, through a group of a small group of people to have to create community, I think it's difficult for you to reach a big community through design, like, you know, building, when you need to build your communication skill visually, you need to keep yourself and, you know, um, interacting with different kinds of people. And you, if you don't build, this kind of connections in the places you are in is like you get kind of um, how how do you say this in English? You get you get a um, say it in Japanese. <laughs> oh, isolated. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very isolated of everything, and yeah. then your design, your communication skills, like visually, gets the same. So, to me, it's very important to be active within community with people because you get a lot of information from people right right but it's not on the internet and that information unconsciously affects your design mm. your process of creation and that is also like a very very uh to me is a very positive drive when you have to 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 be quick at doing design you need to to know different type of people it's like it's like you interactive if you are able to interact with different kind of people in different kind of communities you're getting pure marketing every time directly you don't need to make marketing research to Mm. reach targets or to know how people think or feel about an issue Right, and so the, a lot so, of news going on. Everyone, when they drink or you go out, like everyone will talk about things that it, are happening in the in the environment you are, or maybe global, yeah, globally, right? Makes so, a lot of sense. Yeah, 
you, you cannot be apart from that if you work in design, I think. Mm. Maybe if you do art, it could be possible to be a part of it. Mm. it maybe it's better to be out of that. Yeah. But you are creating something, you're delivering visual communication to someone and you need to know as much people, different kind of people as, as you can to keep yourself more flexible as well. Right. It's to, interesting to how you draw the distinction mm. between, between kind of fine art and expressive artists and then the more, I suppose it's because it's probably more commercial, right? The graphic design it's stuff. It's more commercial, there's, yes. So there's, there's a much more, uh, a, bigger, a bigger need, not only to, to meet up with people that you could, um, you know, get jobs from, obviously, but also, as you say, to kind of think. There's, a, there's almost a necessity for a, a group think, a hive mind, but in a positive sense that, that yes, affects yes, everyone's yes. growth. Yeah. So, 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 um, that was the, the, my, my need of being part of community and also creating communities because some, sometimes like no community for that. Like, for example, like with Behance was like, um, foreigners, designers and creators were a part of Japanese. So, and I was like, why this is weird, you know, like somehow like why people are not connected because it's like that here somehow, everyone got their groups. So you need a new way to reach them. So Behance was a good excuse to yeah. bring everyone together. And yeah. uh, it was a good experiment as well to see the possibilities of uh, breaking the rules of society. Oh yeah. Maybe in Japan they won't do it, but if you create the environment, they will do it. Yeah. So it's just like, history like humanity is like that like someone didn't do something until some people started to do it <laughs> right exactly someone have to so, uh, so you made uh, you made I, that change and especially in an environment like in japan that would i can see the power of that kind of a group because you hadn't really seen yes. anything like that for a design community even, no. even before then so we yeah. still i mean like all the people that got together at that time is still now like working together we kind of collaborate and like if I need something from someone, I, I just call them and, you know, we work together. That's, that's what happened. Yeah. And they change also the creators change the, the, their mind about foreigners, designers, like right. before it's like, Oh, well, we don't know. You maybe you should not trust like mm. uh, clients from overseas. It's like, no, no, <laughs> like, 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 now it's like, well, sometimes they pay better than Japanese clients and yeah. they don't ask for more corrections. And <laughs> so um, yeah, I can see, the, I can see the, the use of the opportunity to create a little bit of um, uh, a, a, an environment for learning. So for the Japanese to learn more about the foreign yes. approach, because that, yes. that kind of seems to be like in something that's in development, I think, with with. Japan slowly, you know, over time, opening its doors and attitudes are shifting to how foreigners work and behave and act. I can see, uh -huh. I can see the value of opening those doors. Yes. Yeah, so that that's that's the, the thing here. Like, yeah, the opportunity was that, and the result was very good. Nice. And now, like, um, now I, I'm in the in the stage of um, more like. Uh, building teams, international mm -hmm. teams for creative uh, projects. 
Okay. It's actually much more difficult than just build a community because yeah. um, you got the Japanese rules in Japan, but then you got each one cultural rules. When you build a team, you should put, put as much as you can from each one, not from one side only, right? And what is your team? Is your team composed of people from lots of different cultures? Different cultures. Yeah. We got Chinese, Japanese, wow. Latin Americans, Europeans. So you're really, uh, you're thinking in terms of like multi-language, multi-content, <laughs> multi-skill. Yes. There's a lot to think yes. about. Yeah. Because there is no other way to keep create, creative, right? Like if you just stay one way, it's like mm, maybe yeah. you're limited and you won't learn. So the most difficult part here is take, getting the Japanese out of their way. <laughs> It's mm. very difficult, actually. <laughs> very, yeah. very. It's like, wow, it's the most difficult task. You know, getting a client in Japan after knowing Japanese is not a problem. Right. Going drinking with them, becoming friends is not a problem. The problem is when you get into the working culture, like, right. this is Japan and you have to do it this way. Hmm. And that is the most, like, yeah. also for design industry, it's, it's very um, uh, complicated because we don't even have that. I mean, in a way, all these constraints and boundaries can, in some way, uh, encourage creativity, right? Because you're, con yes. you're confined. So I can see, I can see the yes. value in having, like, a limitation. But on the other hand, it, it must get a little bit frustrating, right? Because there's so yes. much more to explore. Yes. That is, yeah. that is cut off in that respect. Do you, do you get the sense that the Japanese attitude to, you know, freeing things up in terms of shoulds and rules is, is moving in, in, in the, a positive direction or a useful direction? Not to say that it was bad in the first place, but do you think there's a shift? It's getting better, but still like, uh, because of the Olympics, you know, the news of the Olympics. Of course, yeah. They, they are trying to open more people coming yeah. So they, they're like from the government side, like they're trying to, from the top level is kind of changing slowly. Mm. But I think um, most of the people, the people are not ready for this. Um, mm. And maybe now is like the struggle point. It's getting into the struggle point of the society where people just like, some people might get very extreme, you know, like uh, no foreigners or whatever. Okay. Some people might get like, yes, we need them. It's like this both like uh, perspective yeah, are that. kind of getting stronger and stronger. But it's interesting. So, it seems to be like reflecting a little bit of what's going on around the world in general. In general, um, yes. That's for another conversation. This is getting, this is where mm. it gets political. But, I, so, but it's fascinating but yeah, that Japan like, is, is also going through a similar kind of, almost a little bit of a rift maybe. I don't want to. The, the interesting thing in, in the creative industry is that um, because of the language and the other way of uh, constructing visual communication, they mm. see more value in having foreigners. Mm. This is the positive side for creative industry in Japan. Yeah. Because they, they, they want something new, different. Right. And they, they need someone that could push a little in another way. So... In that sense, most of the companies are trying to hire foreigners. 
okay. to help them to, to you know, and it, it, mean, it means like they want to open more to new possibilities. Yeah. But only I think in the creative industries is stronger than other industries. Okay. So it's more positive in, in design and, and creativity in general. Right. So someone who's listening, who's considering working in Japan, there sounds like there are some opportunities for those guys. Yes. I think there are more opportunities now. Okay. Maybe from now around five years in between this year and until five years should be the, the, the moment to come. The moment. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. This is for yes. graphic designers and, and all kinds of creatives. Um, right? Video games industry, yeah. video production, music industry, everything that is related to creativity right. is, is a good moment to come to Japan. Interesting. So also a good moment to come for, for freelancers or are you kind of talking about people joining companies? I think joining companies. Japan is still not 100% prepared for freelancers yet. Right. Because yeah. usually here, if you work in a company for 10 years, then you become a freelancer, it's okay. Mm. But like uh, you are a freelancer from before. They don't know you. Yeah. It's like mm, difficult to get the trust. It's also Better difficult for the difficult for the freelancers to to be able to stay uh, long enough to you know enjoy their time in Japan, sort of visa wise and stuff, as a freelancer, right? Yeah, here they don't have a freelancing visas in Europe. Mm. Yeah, yeah I, so... I came on a work. I was on a working holiday visa, so I working was... holiday is fine. Um, yeah. That's okay. But Gotta like, be younger yeah. than thirty, though. Yeah, mm, thirty-two maybe. Recently. Okay, okay. They kind of. Yeah, they shifted uh, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. They nice. Mm. So many opportunities. That's really exciting stuff. I think, um, I mean, going to have to have you on a, another uh, podcast because there's so much to talk about on, on yeah. so, so <laughs> many aspects. But, um, and I would have liked to go into your recent award-winning uh, project. Maybe we can talk about that another oh, time. Yeah, but yeah, just, yeah. just to kind of give a, a heads up to that, the, so you recently won a good design award, didn't you? Which is quite a big deal. Yes. Yeah. Here is a big deal. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Mm. It was actually um, um, it was a project. It was about a project in the north of Japan. You know, you remember the place for the tsunami? Oh yeah, Fukushima area. It was yes. a place that was not affected directly from the tsunami, but is in Fukushima, in the north. Um, they are. Um, they had a lot of people live in the village. It's a small village called Okugawa. Mm -hmm. And um, they wanted to they want to preserve the kind of knowledge they they got it they they created they develop in this small village but people are living they don't have uh, new kids so at some point this place might disappear right mm -hmm. and they don't want that so um, I started to listen to the community and the people and I I proposed them to create a visual identity and start to promote things through video and design. And um, I brought uh, foreigners, like 20 from different countries, friends, and mm -hmm. interview like kind of small marketing and they give uh, them feedback about the place. They didn't know how interesting was their place, their village to foreigners because okay. they, they, they thought, oh, just this place is 
our place we know it that's it you know yeah like everything is like for granted kind of thing so we construct this visual and they started to create new projects like hotel different kind of things and people started to go to go there they started to acknowledge more about this place to know where it is okay also japanese people so we gave like some pr through the visual construction and mm. then um it was a need for them to do that but right. they didn't know what to do i just like uh tried to to gave them like a fast answer so visual is very powerful for that like visual design mm. and also video production like you construct like small stories about something and people can connect right. to this like they might get interested in it right so um so a very meaningful project and one that shows yes, shows how social. powerful design yeah. is in in promoting in yes, you know promoting a village or a issues. place yes yeah. so uh, we applied for the for the award, and then we went to the presentation. And everything we got, we got the the award. But um, you know, because it's Fukushima, they didn't uh, wanted us to pay anything in the end after we got the. So you you need to pay applications, right? We pay it, but they refund it. Oh, nice! Because when the project is very social, and it's from a place that is very having struggle like more human struggle they yeah. uh they 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 have this kind of thing so we got like special attention because no one is doing this and the the thing is like there is no foreign designer doing this mm. in japan so that was also a uh, uh, very like uh, how you say standout project quite standout quite project yeah 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 also, so I'm just, I'm just scrolling. Got... I'm scrolling through the uh, the designs, and it's it's very unique. Mm. And I can see that again. We were talking about this earlier, but the natural influence and the colors coming through. Um, probably better explained by just looking at it. Well, mm. worth mm. worth a look. It's on your Behance, right? The um, yeah, it is on Go Institute Wisdom from Beauty yes. Project. Yes. Uh, congratulations on that. So so we're coming to a close, Michael. Thank you very much yes. for your time. Uh, I think uh, my audience is learned a huge amount of interesting things about how you know it takes courage and, and what can be learned from traveling and, and getting out of your comfort zone and so many interesting um, things learned about japan uh, love to have you on again and, and thank you for your time michael thank you man see no you soon i guess <laughs> yeah speak soon Bye.